As a vibrant part of campus life, our chapel gathering at Trinity Western creates opportunities for us to hear and be changed by God's story in Jesus through music, teaching, prayer, scripture reading, and storytelling. We're glad you're listening in today. We hope that you encounter God's heart for you and the world. going to be offering you a, a chapel in late November. And ever since your chaplain, James Ellis, asked me to prepare a chapel for late November, I've been thinking about you and praying for you. Uh, because a long time ago, I was a student at Trinity Western, and I remember late November as um, a really exhausting time. You know, I don't know if this is uh, what it's like for you, but what I remember is all the coursework seeming to come due uh, around the same time and um, this feeling of not being sure if I was going to make it to the end of the semester. So maybe that's not where you are, but if you are, I feel you. And um, and man, now you've got this added layer of COVID-19 and, and such a strange and disorienting uh, time. And so you've just really been on my heart. I've been thinking about you and praying for you and asking the Lord um, what he might want to say to you right now. And uh, as I've been praying, it's come down to one verse, one little piece of scripture uh, that resonates with all of the rest of scripture. And it's Psalm uh, 145.18. Let me read it to you. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Let me say that again. Psalm 145.18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. The more I've prayed about you, uh, the more I've sensed that's what the Lord wants you to know is that he's near. Whether you're full of joy today or full of sorrow, whether you're energized or paralyzed, whether he seems really close or he seems really far, the Lord is near to you today. That's what I think I'm supposed to tell you. So I wanna use our time together um, just to, to use some music uh, to invite you and me to enter more fully into the truth that uh, the Lord is near. Uh, most of the songs I'm going to sing you are not really sing-along songs. I'm going to uh, put the words on the screen so that you can reflect on them, use them to pray. Um, but most of them will be songs that I'm expecting you to sing along to. But the exception is the first song I'm going to sing. This is a song called Everything We Need. And I hope uh, you'll learn it. It's really easy to learn and sing it along with me. Uh, and as we prepare to sing it, I, I want to invite you. I'm really hoping you have a piece of paper and a pen and that you will write a few things down as we go through this time together. And to begin, I want you to write down, uh, Dear Lord, right now, what I need most from you is blank. And then fill in that blank. Dear Lord, what I need most from you right now is blank. Whatever that is, whether that's um, courage or perseverance or um, 
patience or good memory retention or sleep or uh, whatever it is, uh, just write it down. Dear Lord, what I need most from you right now is blank. And then hold that as a prayer before the Lord as we sing this song. So hopefully you've written that on your piece of paper. Dear Lord, right now what I need most from you is blank. 
Okay, now I want to invite you to write a, a second little prayer on your piece of paper under the first one. Dear Lord, right now in my feelings and experience, you seem blank. This is an opportunity to tell the Lord how you are experiencing or not experiencing him at the moment. So dear Lord, right now in my feelings and my experiences, you seem blank. Now, you might write very close, or you might write very far. You might write, you seem loving. You might write, you seem angry. You might write, you seem indifferent. You might write, you seem powerful. Just however you're currently experiencing God, write that down. Whether it's a really positive thing or a really negative thing, you're not telling God anything he doesn't know. He searches us, he knows our hearts. So you're not, by writing this down, you're not giving God information. He already has the information. You're giving him access, access to your heart. And you're, you're being truthful with God about where you are with him right now. Remember the verse says, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. So this prayer is an invitation to be truthful with God about how you are or aren't experiencing right now. Just write that down, the truth of that. And while you're doing that, um, I want to sing a song for you that came out of a time where, to be honest, God did not seem close. He seemed far, and I couldn't figure out why. And I remember um, reading during that time uh, a, a sermon from a guy named Frederick Biegner. And Biegner, in this sermon, he said, um, Do you ever wonder why God doesn't just once and for all remove any room for doubt? Uh, you know, just um, he that would be within his power. So he says, like, imagine that um, one night God uh, just cuts through all the noise and rearranges all the stars in the heaven to spell out "I exist." And so people go out, and there in the scar in the sky, written in the stars, is the phrase "I exist." And uh, maybe there's some kind of symphonic music accompanying this message in the sky, and. He asks us as kind of a thought experiment to imagine what would happen. He imagines that at first people would just fall to their knees in awe and worship and say, I'm sorry I didn't see you've been close all this time. You exist. But he imagines eventually people would get kind of used to that message in the sky and they would start to get muddled again and, and kind of go on with their daily lives. And he says, if you don't believe me that that would happen, consider the fact that the stars exist. The stars themselves exist, and we sometimes go on muddled and blind to God's existence all around us. Uh, when I read that, even in that time where in my emotions and my experience it seemed like God was far away, uh, the truth of this verse that the Lord is near started to break through to me, and I ended up writing this song. Thunder to wake me from my 
Okay, so now I want to invite you to write down a third sentence, a third prayer to the Lord. And this prayer goes like this. Dear Lord, the hardest thing for me right now is blank. You fill in that blank. What is the hardest thing you're dealing with at the moment? Is it something to do with your coursework, something to do with a relationship, uh, something to do with something going on inside of you? Um, maybe something to do with something you sense the Lord asking you to do. And I want to give you a bit of encouragement. I, I remember uh, a few years ago, I really sensed strongly that the, that the Lord was asking me to do something um, quite hard. And I was talking to a friend about it and I said, I can't even, I can't even want uh, to do this thing I think that he's asking me to do. I can't even be willing. And she said, okay, if you can't be willing, can you be willing to be willing? Like, can you tell the Lord that you're willing um, to open up your heart to him and maybe he can move you towards the place where you can be willing? And I thought about it and I said, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I can be willing to be willing. And she said, okay, um, the Lord is very gracious and patient. Can you be willing to be willing to be willing? Can you give him just a... A little opening and see what he does with it. Uh, and maybe he's asking that of you. Can you be willing to be willing to be willing? So as you think about uh, right now, the hardest thing for you is blank. I want to sing you this song about willingness.
Okay, I want to invite you to write one more sentence, one more prayer on your piece of paper. So far, you've written, uh, Dear Lord, right now, what I need most from you is blank. You've written, uh, Dear Lord, right now, in my experience and feelings, you seem blank. Then I invited you to write, uh, Dear Lord, right now, the thing that is the hardest for me is blank. Uh, all of these prayers are prayers uh, not to give God information, but to give him access, to open ourselves up to him so that we can enter more fully into the reality that the Lord is in fact near. The final prayer I want to invite you to write down is, uh, Dear Lord, right now what I am most afraid of is blank. Now you might not be feeling particularly afraid, and if that's the case, write down a different prayer, a prayer of, of thankfulness or or express something that's in your heart. But if, if there is something about which you feel fear, then I invite you to write that sentence down. Dear Lord, the thing I am most afraid of right now is blank. Again, you're giving God access. You're not telling him anything he doesn't know, but you're coming to him in truth. And as you're thinking about that, the, the offering up to the Lord the thing that you are currently the most afraid of, I want to invite you to think about Christmas. I'm sitting next to a Christmas tree. We're just a few days away from the start of Advent. And I want to invite you to notice that every time the angel showed up to announce that Christmas was happening, that the Son of God was coming down as a human uh, in the most implausibly imaginable way as, as a baby in a barn somewhere. Every time the angels announced that, whether it was to Mary, to Joseph, to the shepherds, they always included this phrase, do not be afraid. Now, I guess if you're an angel and you're showing up uh, to a human that's never seen an angel before, you probably have to say, do not be afraid, just to get them to calm down enough to hear what you have to say. But I think that there's more to it than that. I think that do not be afraid was part of the good news, the glad tidings that the angels were offering. It was a, a core part of the message to Mary, to Joseph, to the shepherds, to you, to me. When you think about fear, you know, there are some good kinds of fear. There's the kind of fear that makes you uh, buckle your seatbelt and right now wear a mask. The kind of fear that keeps you from putting your tongue on a frozen pole in winter and doing stupid things. Um, maybe there's even a healthy fear that, that makes you study when a, when a final exam is close at hand. Uh, so there's a useful kind of fear. But then there is another kind of fear, a destructive gut level, soul level fear, a fear that asks, is this all there is? Is there really a God? Is he really near to me? Does he see me? Does he love me regardless of how I do? Um, and I think it's that kind of fear that the angels were addressing when they were announcing the news of Christmas, of, of God coming to earth. In Jesus Christ, I think that they were saying, will you look at this? Will you look at the lengths that the God of the universe will go to, to get to you, to reach you with his love? When you see a love like that, you really, you really don't have to be afraid.
Well, friends, I hope there has been something in this time that has reawakened or confirmed or drawn you deeper into the reality that the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Um, can I invite you to write that scripture on the bottom of the page where you've been writing these little prayers? The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, may that reality go deeper and deeper into your life. Thanks for spending this time together. Take care. Thanks for listening. We hope to worship with you at our next broadcast online at livechapel.twu.ca. You can also stay connected with Chapel and Student Ministries by following us on Instagram at twuchapel and at twustudentmin. Much love. Thank you.